Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 4, Episode 18. I am one of your hosts, Collins. And I'm the other host, Frank. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing alright. Uh, actually, yeah, overall alright. This week has not been crazy at work. Everything else is running fine. I got some new That's acquisitions. Good. That is not exactly Fountain Pen related, but I can talk about it later. <laughs> Yeah. Acquisitions. Yeah. Yes. I, I also have some acquisitions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess uh, we can start our first topic of the day. I guess it's a bit too late now since the news came out, but the Lamy 2000 price has gone up again. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic, like, uh, a pen that everyone kind of wants once they get into the hobby, right? Or a lot of people want it once they get in. So yeah, but look at the current price, two hundred and eighteen. <laughs> How much did I buy mine for? I think I bought mine for like a hundred bucks way back in the day. It was about a hundred dollar, a hundred twenty dollars roughly for for the better part of the last decade. Yeah, two hundred. You know, though, for the price, I mean, it, it's a gold nib. It's a very nice pen um it's classic even though it's increased in price i don't think the price is unwarranted for what it is okay correction the last price increase was 2019 i believe hmm. the last trend was throughout during covid right when everyone started buying right, but after yeah. that like there this official official price increase 2020 uh 2020 and then keep going up from there. Yeah. <laughs> On Goulet, it's listed for 223 Yeah, yeah dude. 223 yeah. It was officially 200 back in four years ago, and now it is 223 And uh, now it's 270 on Lamy. You can buy it on Amazon for 180 but I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> you great can. market. Yeah, I know. That's great market. You can. You don't, you don't, you don't even have a warranty for that. <laughs> yeah. But again, going back to what I was saying before, right? Like... There are plenty of gold nib pens right now that are going for $300, $400 right now. And the Lamy 2000 is a really, really good pen. Really, um, uh, uh, like it, I, I use it it's if I, really if I well want it to be stable, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, I still use it every day for plan checks and stuff. So, I actually forgot that you have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have at work. So, don't ever, you don't ever see it in any of the videos because it's never shown. Yeah. But yes, I have one at work. Um, so I think it's a, a medium nib, I believe, at work. Yeah, medium nib. Uh, medium nib and always with the red ink. Uh, <laughs> the red ink. Yeah. But yeah, even for 200 I understand that like, it, the price increase and people who are familiar with the Lamy 2000 are more familiar with the lower price, but I don't. I think it's still worth it at 220 Hmm... I say it's not a bad buy, but there's competitions at that price. There is. There, there's definitely competitions, including a lot of pens. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Uh, I think there <laughs> is a pretty interesting topic that is kind of hidden in near, near today's stuff. So right. next thing is, of course, the Invenc. It's time for us to buy it, I would say. Yeah, it is, because okay. uh, they do sell out. They, yeah, they do sell out. I think some people already got theirs. Oh wow! Okay, so they're shipping it out fast. Yeah, they are already shipping. Some people has already oh, ships mid October. Yes, in theory, it says ships mid October, but yes. Yes, but of course, some some 
some shops screw up, some shop doesn't care. Depends. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going through my 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 last year's ones, but you know, it's still fun going through all the. It's I mean, still fun you, getting a bunch of new ink. All of them in a storage box. It's like one tiny box, and that's not even full because the bottle is so small anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is our. Hongdian D5 fountain pen, Qing Dynasty edition, which is interesting. Huh. It's like a really Chinese stylish. It's, okay, Qing Dynasty, right? Qing Dynasty it, it, it looks like the, the plate armor uh, that the Chinese warriors wore. In a sense, yeah. And like, like general decorations and stuff. I want to say that like they went with the the photographer of these pens they went with like a nice um dynamic lighting which is beautiful except for when you <laughs> want to see the details of the pen you can't see it I was about to say that <laughs> yeah it looks it looks very dramatic on the picture but I can't see a damn detail I can't see a damn thing <laughs> it's also low res if you zoom what? in, like some on this specific seller, right? The uh, actually no, you can, it's not even the same seller if you just select related items. <laughs> yeah. I okay. Okay, so this one looks interesting, right? I mean, the the Hongdian pen looks relatively yeah. interesting, and uh, typically, I think the general consensus right now is Hongdian's pen quality is actually not bad. In okay. We also have PinBBS that's doing well, and you also have Narwhal that is doing really well, of course. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And you also have Mahjong, original Moomin. <laughs> um, their original pen, I think, is doing really well as well. They're, they had some issues when they first cloned the Vanishing Point, but now they have fixed up their design to the point that it's no longer an issue. Mm-hmm. However, another issue pop up. There are now clones of Moomin pens. Because <laughs> it's a popular brand now, or at least it's a, it's a name that's come out, right? So Yes, but the issue is there's no official stores. Oh. So which one's the real one? Yeah, which... Uh, I mean, okay, maybe, maybe there's official stores in the Chinese market. Mm -hmm. But for people from USA, if you go from like AliExpress, there's really no official stores from uh, that we can tell from our end. Unless yes. if there is one, please let us know. But I really can't find like official official stores from say Mahjong or anything else. It's always third party, and you just can't tell which ones uh, which ones actually the official one or not. So yeah. that raises a question, <laughs> right? Um, so, um, are you getting the real pen, or are you getting a knockoff pen of the? So Chinese pen is getting more and more popular. Some people are saying that a Chinese pen brand is probably going to be Japanese fountain pen in the USA or Europe, like maybe a decade or two ago when uh, he was first introduced. People was not receptive toward it, but now it got really mm. popular. Do you see it happening though? For Chinese pens? Yeah. 
okay i will say my personal opinion is i do not think they're going to be pilot here okay i i don't think that's going to happen um okay. but do i think that they could get close to some of the other brands maybe Okay, so here's... Definitely, definitely Narwhal, right? Like, Narwhal is a really good example uh, of a pen brand that, like, is doing exceptionally well. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. So, so here's a little tidbit. Um, the knife community. Mm-hmm. I will say three, four years ago, they started getting in rush for a lot of Chinese brand knives. Mm-hmm. Because the, um, a lot of uh, knife manufacturing is being resourced to China and after of course you do so many uh, manufacturing for other people you decide to make yourself so there's there's brands popping up and then of course after the initial wave of quality assurance issues um, some of them got a foothold some of them kind of well just went to obscurity Mm -hmm. but in general Chinese knife brands in USA has established a pretty good following right now to the point that they actually preferred by some knife oh. shoppers here. Oh wow! Because Is it because of the quality and cost? Surprisingly, yes, both quality and yeah. cost. Because okay, so okay, so I need to talk about the recent acquisition now. The you know this knife <laughs> I had right? The uh, this is the Benchman Anthem. Yes, I, okay. I know you've gone through a m- number of different knives over the course of the years, but I do remember this one. Yeah, this is the Benchmade Anthem. This is the titanium integral knife made by Benchmade. Yeah. Okay. This was about, I would say, 350 when I got it. I think MSRP mm-hmm. is 400 something dollars. Okay. It's not a bad knife. Sure. But for a $400 MSRP knife, the knife blade... Did not come centered. Oh, oh it's sticking. Uh, yeah, it's actually angled. Right? Yeah. And funny enough, if you buy the clone of this knife at a certain website right now, because Enda has been discontinued by Benchmade. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to talk about like this, uh, what do you want? Do, do you consider clone of a discontinued knife like that bad of idea? I don't know. But if you buy the clone from the actual web from a from a certain website, the clone made of same material, uh, same goes titanium integral. The finishing quality is about I would say ninety ninety five percent there compared to the Benchmade one. Okay, for one hundred thirty dollars. Ooh, that's not bad. And chances are the knife blade is centered. A knife blade is center is like the similar idea as fountain pen people having a even these split times on the fountain pen. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. deter functions. Like, but it's it, one of those things you would expect would pass quality control, and you wouldn't expect that buying it from like a big name brand at a certain price range, right? If it's yeah. fifty dollars, hundred dollar knife, yeah, whatever. But this is a four hundred dollar knife. And yeah. this quality control is not accepted. It's not acceptable to some people. The the idea of buying a quote unquote Chinese made product, you would have expected the bench made to have been centered, and then you buy the hundred and thirty one, that one would have been misaligned. Correct. But yeah. the the matter of fact is right now most Chinese knives has 
arguably better quality control. <laughs> I won't say most. I say most reputable Chinese quality knife. Chinese knives. Are are Benchmade's USA? Benchmade is main USA. Okay. Okay. Benchmade is a brand uh, completely main USA knife. So of course, part of a cost that definitely goes into production, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the issue is that Benchmade is also definitely overpriced, and pretty much everyone knows that. Because Benchmade mm-hmm. just recently released a their normal version of a knife is like two hundred dollars with mm-hmm. a aluminum scale. They recently just re- released the bailout titanium version, which is just inter- the internal is the same, the knife is the same. It just comes with a titanium scale, and the okay. price is six hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, I know titanium is a little more expensive than an aluminum, but not triple the price. <laughs> yeah, so they are they're 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 kind of like following the footstep of some <clears throat> certain Italian brands of fountain pens, I would say. <laughs> that that has very high price tag, but the QC doesn't necessarily follows it. I mean, that goes for lots of luxury brands across the board. But yes, I, I know what you're talking about. But Benjamin was a luxury brand. That's the thing. It was not originally. It was not a luxury brand. They are trying to transition into one, but their, their <laughs> quality control is actually dropping. Your QC wasn't this bad before. That's a funny thing. I mean, that's what maybe that's what it takes to be a, a quality luxury brand, to drop your quality control. Yeah, to drop your quality control, right? Like, <laughs> people actually complain about this on LV, too. Like Some LV bags are actually made better by the clones, which is uh, kind of ironic. In the same way that like uh, Leica cameras... Very expensive, very beautiful, lovely design, but sometimes the electronics and the software are not up to snuff. Yeah, like for example, <laughs> okay, so this is the brand new knife I got. This is okay. the Benchmade Narrows. This is also another Benchmade. Mm-hmm. This also, of course, came out arguably overpriced because it's 599 MSRP. Whoa, okay. The street price is 520 Okay. The only reason I bought it is because REI was running a big ass sales on it. Basically effectively mm. 35% off. Okay. <laughs> That's the only reason why I picked this up. And this knife, like the previous one, wasn't centered initially. The okay, this the new knife that you just bought was also not centered. I was also not centered. I had to physically manipulate the blade to make it more centered. I had to basically disassemble the knife and recondition it. Mm. Which, um, people are say arguably is not shouldn't have done that, and it shouldn't have happened. Right. But at the same time, like this one is, um, this one has a lot of more R and D built into it. Like this is this has a new locking mechanism. This has a um, extremely extremely thin body geometry if you take a look at it it's like is the new one you bought on your right hand yes on my right hand that is fantastically thin yes (laughs) and the uh the skill doesn't really pinch doesn't really move a first of all because titanium and second of all they effectively mailed out from both sides of a skill so it's like an i-beam construction Okay. With a wafer thing middle in between. So we're like there there's a lot of engineering being going on with this knife. So of course okay. if you buy a clone, 
they just kind of copied it. Right. Right. That is always an issue with the, ethic, the ethics between by the clone. There is, I don't think there's a clone for the Neros right now, so that's fine. Um, but that's always the uh, question whether Bandit clone is eh, ethics or not. And I'm kind of wondering as the Chinese pen progresses, will we run into these issues? Like, Certain brands, because the uh, a lot of the Chinese knife right now, they they have their own designs. By the way, first of all, for yeah. most like they're theirs, Civivi's, uh, the We Knife, which they did really, they did something really smart. They made their knife into three different brands. The mm. really cheap brand. There is a medium tier and there's a high tier. You can get Old Navy. Uh, Gap Navy, or Banana Republic. Gap, correct. <laughs> Even though I think arguably sometimes Banana Republic and Gap is like almost the same now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yes, We Knife, Civivi, I believe uh, Senkat is a three different brand right now. And you can tell the quality controls effort <laughs> they put into each knife <laughs> along with the materials. And uh, I think there's also like other brands in Chinese knives. Uh, we Knife, what else? Uh, but, 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 but there's like four or five major brands. Let me see. I can't remember it on top of my head. Uh... Oh yeah, Kaiser. That's also really well. And of course the Riot that you're showing me today this morning that the kids are playing with it. Oh, yeah. Gravity <laughs> knife. That is made to plastic knife and kids are playing with it. The, the carrot knife. Yeah. yeah, the carrot knife. I'm going to be knife. honest you you showed me the you showed me the actual knife a long time ago and then i saw the carrot knife i was like you know what i kind of want one too <laughs> <laughs> yeah like real that's a gravity knife funny enough i'm pretty sure that knife is completely illegal in china but they manufacture and sell it overseas somewhere right. else yeah, yeah uh cjrb which is artisan coloring knife as well um best tech like th those kongwu there's a lot of knives out there that is really top quality because they do their own quality controls nowadays in their own factories and um like they, they are generally going for a um better quality over over uh, quantity and over like lower lower price rank as much as as cheap mm -hmm. as possible approach which is great they brought their price they brought their brands and stuff but first and foremost they have representative and they have shops and they have dealers we don't have that for fountain pens in the usa mm. or at least not yet not nothing official capacity, nothing in large capacity, right? I mean, for Narwhal, yes, Narwhal, there's a lot of brand that carry Narwhal officially now. But pens like yeah. Jinghao, for example, um, Goulet carry a few Jinghao, but they are afraid of carrying like the official ones. I I think like the larger capacity one, like in in larger mm -hmm. capacity, probably afraid that if Jinghao has like a clone, they they don't want them to complete with others. <laughs> um, I mean, I remember this. Uh, Maybe a couple of years back, it was really hard to get Kobe inks outside of actually visiting Kobe, Japan. Yeah. Um, and certain Kyoto brand inks were also really hard to get. And then, past couple of years, now they're available at, like, a bunch of different companies. Well, I think for that one is the uh, travel restriction along with the <laughs> Kobe <laughs> kind of help a little bit to uh, propel into a more international slash online buying perspective 
And so I can't, I, I would imagine, you know, the fountain pen community isn't exactly that big, right? Like as exposure to these Chinese pens becomes more prevalent, like it's going to be more available, especially because they're not, they're very nicely priced for, you know, the entry level. Yeah. For entry level, I mean, of course. Actually the across the board, but yes. Yeah. Across the board. Then yeah, narwhals when they, when they try, right? I mean. Chinese <laughs> manufacturer right now, it, they are at a point that they can definitely provide very, very good product if they try. Yes. <laughs> For example, keyboards right now, uh, mm -hmm. almost ironically, the best manufacturer are, some of the best manufacturers are in China. And uh, there was yeah. one company, like I believe it's Keycoat, um, they moved their manufacturing from China back to USA. And mm -hmm. their recent batches, USME batches, are just horrendously QC'd. What well, comes with defects? China is like the manufacturing country of the world, right? It's yeah, it's it's they're just really good at it. They they got <laughs> they, really good at it. They got a lot of experience behind their talent. They, they got a lot of experience behind helping other country manufacture their good, right? So they mm -hmm. they learn a lot of skills, a lot of things that just you can you can read the paper about. And yeah. so their quality, their, their manufacturing, manufacturing quality is there. They just have to ensure it, which will be it, It's whether they want to put the money to do that or not, right? Yes. Like the money, the material, and the resources to do that or not. So, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, because, like, PenBBS, they have an Etsy shop. Yeah. But that's also the extent of where you see PenBBS. <laughs> yes. There's no official website. No. Yeah, there's no official website of what they, they do. There, there's like no other really, no other store that carries it's, them. It seems really unofficial. Like someone's just kind of posting these. It comes Correct. across as very amateur. Yes. So can you build a brand loyalty base off of that? I'm not sure. No, but uh, that's why we always go back to Narwhal as the premier brand coming out of China. China found the pen right now, right? Because... Although, I, although it's, I know it's Taiwan, right? But No, Narwhal is China. Oh, Ch Narwhal is China? Okay. Narwhal is I, completely mistake. China. Narwhal is completely okay. China. So Taiwan's found the pens are uh, Opus 88 and the Twisby. Uh, okay. At least the 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 ones that most people know about, right? Of course, we yeah. cover some of the lesser known ones in China, but the, well, the one that people are really accessible in USA market are mm -hmm. Opus 88 and Twispy. Yeah, I wonder so if the, there there is some hesitation, I'm sure, also amongst uh, American audiences for like pure Chinese brand products too. There might be some hesitation along that as well. I mean, yes, there's, of course, uh, brand loyalties, and there's, of course, uh, buy USA, buy China, buy your own country's product, stuff like that. Um, but when push comes to shove, a lot of times it comes down to uh, customer service, mm -hmm. really. Like, if something breaks, can they help you fix it? Yeah. If you buy something from AliExpress... <laughs> Uh, I, but here's the thing, right? If my twenty dollar, thirty dollar pen BBS pen breaks, I, I would I still know. try to contact them and ask what's going on. Sure, if I receive it broken, but it's less of an issue, right? 
Yeah. So that's, I mean, this certain people will buy certain items just based on the customer service alone, right? For example, the yeah. uh, uh, Darn Tough Socks. They are $15, $12 a pair. I think $15, $18 Jeez, a pair. Okay. <laughs> I've not heard of these socks, but okay. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no. No, Darn Tough Socks, they are uh, wool blend socks. Okay. And you can, uh, you can, so they are antimicrobial, really comfortable, and they sweat quite a bit. That's all I wear. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. It's really expensive. However, yeah, yeah, that's expensive. <laughs> Darn Tough has a lifetime warranty policy. So if your sock gets a hole, you send it in and it gave you coupons for a full sock to just buy it on their website again. Is that sustainable? That's bar that's darn Tough's model. That's darn Tough's model. That's what they're <laughs> doing. That's what I've been doing for the better part of the last decade or two. And the company right. is still standing around. So okay, uh, because a lot of people they don't do warranty returns. That's true. Most people will will, will just either buy a new one or just move on, right? And a lot Most of people, people loses their socks. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's their product model that's yes. their model <laughs> I mean that's the sunglass model right yeah that's the sunglass model too <laughs> a lot of people lose their shit <laughs> so so I guess that's, that's where they, they gain their profit so I think there, there are certain certain things behind when people buy certain brands but then the question of whether Chinese fountain pen can actually overtake the market like the Japanese ones uh as the way they run business right now, I don't think so. Unless someone Probably really not. want to step up and be like the premier distributor of all Chinese pens in USA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll do that. I was gonna take the <laughs> risk because for the uh, like maybe you can do that, but you need to be very selective of, of the ones yeah. that you need to be not receiving cease and desist letters. Mm-hmm. All right, but even you do that, what's the profit margin? How, how far can you do it? Is is going to be another question. And and what's the markup going to be, right? Because yeah, that shop is going to need to turn a profit on that. And what's the profit going to be if you stock them in your store versus some guy in China selling it from AliExpress? Yeah, and that's that's another thing. Like, I think the proliferation of Chinese knives and the Chinese fountain pen. Another another issue, another reason is because of the fast shipping now. Sea yeah. shipping is 10 days compared to what, like five years ago, which is like 30 days. <laughs> if. If, if you arrive in 30 <laughs> days, right? So the, the much, much faster uh, international shipping by sea, which is cheap. Yep. Also makes it really accessible. Then, then the question is just like even, even chi like Chinese own website i don't think they have an official website they have their official social media page and they just advertise through that yes but there's no official websites from what i could tell so uh that's that's something that I, i'm kind of curious to see how it all turns out i mean we'll see right like a couple years down the line i i mean narwhal has exploded over the course like as they you know yeah. when we first started this podcast like they weren't really a thing they 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 they're, they were just coming out and about really but I, like yeah. i said the narwhal narwhal guy the main guy behind it he is doing everything to promote his brands on an international yeah. level like 
you pretty much show up in pretty much every pen shows that's available. Yeah. And you, he has a bunch of collabs, which we're going to talk about later because he does have a bunch of collabs with everybody. He has <laughs> official websites, official media, social media handles, and he's doing everything that will establish himself as the official yeah. brand. Which and I'm really sad to see his uh, all both of his Ikaku Urushi pens are sold out. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> well, that's good for him. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, yeah. But it's like ah, those look so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go. Let's go for the next topic. We have, oh yeah, the next topic is exactly what we're talking about. This is the, the coat uh, pens exclusive. Coat pen exclusive. Voyager in Cosmic Gray by Narwhal. It's okay. <laughs> I think it looks okay too, but uh, <laughs> let me let me okay let me change the um, let me change the water a little bit. I don't think this one looks as good as this one. Let me take a look. Are you talking about the nibs? The new nibs they're gonna have. Yes. So yeah, I saw these and I really like them. Yeah, I think the Cosmic Gray has it, but they didn't do like a uh, zoom in on that detail. And these are, um, I wasn't able to see, but is this going to be on the steel nibs as well as the gold nibs? No, Probably, I think right? the, uh, the stamp, the super superfluous, uh, superfluous stamping is only available on the gold nib. Mm, okay. The one with the waves around it. Yeah, I really yeah, like that one. That's only available on the 14K from the looks of it. Oh, I see. Yeah, it literally says 14K on it. Um, yeah, that that one's my clear. That's the clear favorite for me. Now <laughs> the uh, the the cosmic gray does have the steel stamp on that one, or the etching on that one, mm -hmm. not etching, the engraving on it. Right, right. They have a normal normal engrave on the uh, cosmic one. They got that logo down so well that. That like swirly narwhal on the on the center. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think the, I don't remember it looking like this before. Mm -mm. So they are certainly improving their brand quite a bit in the last couple of years yeah. too. So yeah, and they're the difference between the uh, the fourteen K version and the normal version. I would I would certainly say the the gold nib. You're getting something much more extra from it <laughs> it seems <laughs> like you're getting more value it, right, like, it right. Seems... you get more designs you get more designs yeah right so, so something i mean of course most gold nib is what the 150 adders nowadays mm -hmm. so uh, 150 dollars for uh, in a sense like a tiny decorations just depends on how much you want to spend the money i guess i mean again this we are talking about luxury products, right? Like, I know Nar Narwhal might not be a luxury brand, but it's definitely a luxury product. And so you pay yeah. a little bit more and you get something more luxurious. Uh, I'm not sure you say that it's not a luxury brand because they uh, they already have the... Uh, a fair Ikaku brand. Yeah, That's they true. already have the Ikaku right now. So I think they are that pushing for the luxury brand. Uh, in fact, Go I think back. they are going over... They're following the uh, Wii Knife. Like I said, the Wii Knife mm. playbook. You have like... Split brands. Split brands, split tiers, basically. 
essentially. And kind of going back to the Hongdian uh, pens, that does look like a Visconti-styled pen. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. It, 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 <laughs> just Visconti, everything For... is like super, super fancy Italian kind of style. Hongdian is like super fancy Asian style. At like one hundredth the price. <laughs> I would say one tenth. One tenth. One tenth. Uh, one twentieth. Oh yeah, sorry, one tenth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one yeah. tenth, one twentieth. Uh, one divided by twenty because uh, Visconti is like what eight hundred dollar typically minimum. Yeah, somewhere around there. Hongdian is forty one dollars. Of course, Hongdian doesn't have gold or a Palladian nib, right? So but, I guess you can you can knock some money off of that in terms of. But you get something Visconti with the price. same kind of extravagant uh, work. Correct. styling on the outside the styling is definitely the same material probably isn't the same not. because uh <laughs> probably not most of the visconti a lot of it is like brass uh, brass sterling silvers not plated anything i'm pretty sure these home deals are pre are are, are plastic. plated plastic or plated metal yeah yeah but again they look great mm -hmm. it's that the picture doesn't really show them too well which, which I, I know that it probably does look good, as you're saying and you're reporting to me that the quality is pretty good. But like when when a photographer obscures details like that, it lends me to think that the quality might <laughs> not actually be there. As well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And uh, what is our next pen we want to talk about? The uh, Goulet Edison Premier. Oh yeah, this one, the Dragoness, I believe. Yeah. This actually looks pretty good. I would say the the color, the blank, it is like a semi-translucent color. But compared to the previous translucent, a lot of it is like stripes. This one is evenly distributed really well. Yeah. So it's it's like kind a of a really... haziness to it, and there's some, it looks like there's some gold flakes, although I haven't read anywhere that there are gold flakes. Yeah. Or just some kind of metallic, shiny material. Yeah, there's a metallic flick inside that reflects different colors. Yeah. It's a good name for it, and it looks really not nice and elegant. Yeah, this is done by uh, Jennifer Early Stormblank. Uh, Stormwind Blanks. Interesting. Okay. Oh, if you go to her website, there is a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of blanks available too. Oh wow. Yeah, the tie dye on sap. Uh, I think that's typically the uh, the unicorn barf color that we talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like similar to primary manipulation color, like just big mix of colors. Uh, so there, for USA, there we have a lot of blank makers now, actually. Yeah, which is great. Um, I just hope that uh, our hobby can sustain this main this number <laughs> of makers, <laughs> because I do not wish that we go through the similar recession as the uh, the keyboard, keyboard industry. Keyboard industry. That's going through right now. All right. Next one, it is the Twispy Kai. You put a little note here. You're not sure about this one. Mm hmm. And I'm surprised. Um, I'm okay with it. Yes, because it's a blue and gold pen. Yes, it's a blue and, and gold I'm pen. Like... But it's not actual gold, the, the, this gold plated. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, it's $140. Ooh. Uh, steel 120, nib. Uh, $130, yeah, for steel nib. 
And and it's it a is twisty. a piston filler. It is a piston filler. Yes, but it's also a twisty. Is this Twisby trying to break out into the nicer brand? I'm gonna say trying because I think Twisby Kai, um, it was, they were going by different name before, but they had other colors. I confess I don't know the full Twisby line, so I'm gonna have to go and take a look. Yeah, the Twisby Kai, at least this pink shape, they released it before. I believe there is a. There's a red paint shape, and there is another paint shape that is under this. Mm, no, it's not on their website. It's not, because it's a much older, like, much, much older release. Yeah, it's okay. Mm, yeah. I, just this kind of coloring that try to mimic celluloids. <laughs> but it's not entirely close doesn't really ring any bell to me anymore mm. if if that's if that's a acceptable answer it does look a little better if I look at a, a, a more direct photo let me see if I post it like a better color photo because this one looks pretty muted on the uh Picture. Um, it's more like I can see the ink window there. Uh, the, the it design. is interesting that the uh, the screw mm -hmm. is, it seems like it's gold plated or is the gold coloring applied to it, so the contrast yeah. appears really nicely. That's why I said I'm surprised you don't like it because it seems like it would tick off all of your boxes, um, but maybe the faux celluloidness is throwing you off. Yeah, the uh, cellular esque <laughs> coloring <laughs> kind of throw me off a little bit because I you I kind of expect to have the luster and shine of a celluloid seeing those kind of patterns, mm -hmm. but it's just not there. Yeah. But if you like to have a, a twisty uh, piston filling pants, and uh, that is that has a wink ink window made of blue and black cellulose, um, not cellulose, I'm sorry, blue and black plastic <laughs> color mm -hmm. mixing, this could be your bit. Yeah. With gold accents. With gold accent. Probably play the gold accent, but yes, yeah. gold accent. Oh, yeah, there we go. I found it for you, the older colors. Ah, okay. Oh, the ones on the right. Draco and Aurora. Yeah, I actually prefer the current one. <laughs> you prefer the current one? Yeah, I actually prefer the current blue one. Oh, okay. Um, it, it might just be because uh, this is a just a someone's photo of their collection versus like a product photo that's also mm -hmm. possible yeah uh, better it's hard photos, to know until yeah. you actually see it right yeah yeah oh yeah yeah so okay uh this is i, I wonder when can i can publish this one because this has a time limit <laughs> to this topic oh the color uh this is sold out no no no, no. That one's not coming out yet. It's October 1st. Okay, okay. okay. I was like, uh, uh -huh. there we go. Uh-huh. The issue is what I want to talk about right now is the Kakimori Inc. Yeah. They have a free shipping worldwide. 
that ends September 30th. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if people want to know the time of recording. Yes, that's the current day of recording. This Right now, September 30th, 1247. <laughs> so, uh, we got less than 12 hours. Uh, do you want to buy anything? Let me just take a look. <laughs> I do actually. I think I linked the other two ink on the bottom: the Night Walk and the Resting Summertime. It's interesting that they actually provide their own mix now and give it a thing. Mm -hmm. The Night Walk is like a uh, okay. Let me load it really quick so I can describe it. It's like an a shade of black with undertone of purple ish to it. Oh, mm -hmm. well, sold out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It sold out. <laughs> wow. Okay. And the uh, the purple ones, the brown ones sold out. Okay. Okay. Yep. I I guess I can't buy any of it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they're sold out. <laughs> ah man. Okay. One six one is sold out, and uh, yeah, maybe they. Well, it's probably because today is the last day for the free shipping. They're probably, probably. all sold out. Probably. I mean, technically, you can ask Antiru to to uh, to copy it. Oh, okay. If you really want to do that, you can that technically give them the same color number, and they can copy it. That's what. Uh, I mean, the one five nine is a uh, lighter color brown versus one sixty one. Mm hmm. But of course, I much prefer the one sixty one. Yeah, maybe I can wait until 161 comes around. It's like a dark, dark coffee color. Okay. So the next one is... Uh, I think this pen brand we may have brought up before. But the, the thing I want to talk about is the... Uh, a Johto pen rest. The pen rest? Yeah, they have a cup and pen rest. That's, that's both interesting. Oh, I thought you were talking about the notebooks. No, okay, no, 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 no. I'm looking at the cup and the pen rest. <laughs> okay, so it's just a photo. There's no additional information No here. additional information. The cup itself is like a cylinder-ish cup with a very tiny pouring down spell on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's, the pen it's rest, very subtle. It's very subtle, but you can you can it's, it will probably help pouring stuff. Okay, the next one is the uh, pen rest. I'm not sure if you want to use this against, say, uh, your Urushi pens. <laughs> it is a ceramic pen rest, as Correct. so it seems. Yes, but this is a interesting take on a pen rest because this is a large. Ceramic disc, like a husky scallop. Puck. Um, yeah, I guess that's one way to describe <laughs> it. Yeah, a scallop, or maybe like a <clears throat> like a lily pad. Yeah, and it just it has rays every. It looks like every what got, ten degrees. It has like it, it's like ridges that that, yes, that, that holds your you pen know. at any any angles, which will probably also act as a paperweight very well. Yeah, it's a ceramic. Right, so it's one, and you can rest your pen any direction you want instead of certain directions. Instead of like, of course, a typical one, just straight onto the pen rest. 
So you're interested in this pen rest than cup? More interesting than pen rest. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's two functioning one. It's both the uh, pen rest and the paperweight. Okay. I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How different is this than a chopstick holder? Chopstick holder works in one direction. I mean, some chopstick holders work in one direction. Yeah, and chopstick holder is not as heavy. That's true. That's fair. Paperweight. (laughs) That is fair. Uh, How? Uh, Unless you want to Uh, buy one of those really big and fancy ones, really (laughs) big and decorative one, of course. I'm gonna get really close to the mic, Frank. How expensive do you think this is gonna be? I don't know. (laughs) I honestly don't know. I hoping doesn't go over a hundred. This limited edition collects collects finds collection finds its roots in ancient ceramics town of arita located in kyushu island in southern japan hmm. i don't know <laughs> i don't know how expensive this is gonna be actually i don't know how expensive a jota products actually are so Give let's me take a, a look second. at there it's a one of their notebooks is 15 dollars. they seem reasonably ish priced yeah so they're not you know, blowing it out of the water expensive. So I don't know, but this seems like an interesting, uh, a different product line for their, for their brand. So yes. I have no idea yes. how much this would cost. There's no precedent set by their pre- other offers. So we don't know yet. Yeah. This, uh, knowing you, Frank, this does seem in line with something you would buy. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I, I got a feeling that the shipping might kill it because it's a ceramic product overseas, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I guess we already covered this topic. Um, I just got some new notebook, by the way. Uh, you will probably get one of them because I ordered four. <laughs> okay. It is... Uh, what's this notebook called? I got some... Uh, Nakabayashi... Uh, my ears. You sorry. I am now deaf. Oh, yeah. Oh. Forgot to tell you, that guy's intro is pretty loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm deaf now. I mean, I didn't hear anything you said. I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. We, we're going to... I'm going to provide this link to everybody, but just be careful with the uh, loud volume at the beginning. This is the fountain pen therapy, and uh, they have one guy that he interviewed how many... It goes through a, a ton of different um So, books. so many notebooks. The video is an hour and a half long, guys. Yes, yeah, an hour and a half long, and he just go over every single, no- uh, like, most of the readily available notebooks comparisons. Mm-hmm. So if you want a comprehensive guide on the uh, um, currently available on the market as of two months ago, with, uh, since his release his videos, go and check it out. Oh, he has a yeah. main list. He provides... Uh, yeah, his uh um his uh, uh about has yeah, all of fourteen the... different brands. Yeah, fourteen different brands. So go and check it out. Just be careful. Warning: uh, if you're listening to our podcast right now, I know our podcast is a little bit on the low side in terms of volume. <laughs> so if, when you when you click on this link, make sure to turn the volume down. Yeah. Okay. Volume warning. <laughs> Okay. All right. Next topic. 
I somehow missed this pen. I didn't even see they coming. Kilk Fountain Pen Celestial Celine exclusive yes. 2023. But I really like the blink on this one too. <laughs> is it a matte or is it gloss? It looks matte. It looks matte, but I think it's gloss. It's it looks matte because of the uh, coloring they decide to use. I so want to call it milk. I know it's not. This is not. Uh, this is really cool. Yeah, it's a Milky Way thing. Blank. This is. Like it's an endless game exclusive, of course. Endless pen exclusive. I think actually endless pen has been doing a lot of exclusive lately. Oh gosh, it's five hundred dollars. Well, that's if if you do the gold pen. If you do the uh, stainless oh. steel, it's two hundred sixty-four. Okay. Okay, it's a little, it's a little easier a little for me to bite off. A little more swallowable. Of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it it's it's really nice. I really like the. It has a different um. Yeah, I don't know what the what the words coming to me. It has like a mystical element to it, right? The uh, the blank, the coloring behind it. It, it, it is done really well to match his theme. Really, yeah. His other blank doesn't come as uh, as close. I say. Hmm. <laughs> let's let's take a look at uh, the other products. Oh, I can't seem to look for it by brand. Can I look it by brand? Maybe. I'm going to look for that Kilk fountain pen. Kilk. There yeah. we go. Just to get an idea of the brand. Oh, they have that same collar along the barrel. That that collar appears mm -hmm. in other versions of the pen. He has like a, like a decorative band around yeah. a lot of his pens. Actually, most of his pen. Sullivan is on the 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 cap. Sullivan is on the pen itself. Depends on the yeah. pen design. Definitely, the one you linked is my favorite by the far. This shows the link, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's something really complex with the the coloring and the swirls and the. Um... I think the bending is there's a certain depth to it. I'm not sure how mm -hmm. the guy made it as a blank. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there we go. There it is. It literally feels like you have like stars shining in the background of a galaxy. So, it seems like you're looking into deep space or something like that. Right. It's very right. interesting. Yeah. And hopefully that if the uh, similar blink ever comes out again, we can try to. I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye out to see if there's something like this yeah. coming back again. All right. What's next? I think that is it for all the topic I want to cover today. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I guess to wrap it up, Collins, uh, to my understanding, you have done some uh, changes to your setup. Yeah, I have. <laughs> this is not fountain pen related at all. But in terms of uh, new acquisitions, this is my new acquisition. Yeah. Um, since I've been staying at home uh, for the past three months, I've... Uh, I'm downstairs, you know, watching TV, listening to music, watching movies, while also taking care of a child. Um, and I've been horribly disappointed with my sound system downstairs for a very long time now. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic, right? Because I'm going back to work soon. Yeah. 
this is true this is true very true but it's not like i wasn't disappointed before but it's just now that like i'm face to face with it constantly i'm just like i i need to upgrade my system it just and never so... frustrates you enough to to hit the point you want to change it right okay so because i'm watching movies and i'm like i can't hear any of the dialogue like it's like i hear nothing and then a big explosion happens and the entire house shakes <laughs> i don't think that's your fault though i understand that movie the movie sound industry makes it like that way i to my understanding um a lot of it the blame is on christopher nolan <laughs> Yes. There's a few uh, videos I've I can link to too. you, but yeah, to understanding, he's one of the main person to blame. Yes, I, I understand that. Like the way that they tune the sound coming out of movies these days is just like that. But I'm like, yeah, there has to be a better way. So, I for people who don't know, I actually have two listening areas. I have a nicer one with very expensive speakers, um, in a different room. And so what I did was like. I'm fed up about this. When the baby's asleep, I'm going to move those speakers into my living room and see what it sounds like. Um, uh, for people who, who, who want to know, it's uh, Klipsch Forte 4s. Um, yeah, and they're very expensive. Like, what, 20, 30 pounds? Uh, no, they're 60 pounds each. Okay, yeah. When you show me the picture, I, I, the first thing I thought is, holy crap, Collins is freaking bored right now. <laughs> because it, you literally you, you literally just locked 60 pounds of speaker up three flights of stairs uh yes eh, technically two but yes yes um <laughs> uh and so i'm like I, I i gotta figure out okay is it the speakers or is it the or is it my room and i put the speakers in my living room and i'm like oh okay it's the speakers oh my god this sounds so great so I went on a journey to buy new speakers for my downstairs living room. Um, Frank, I want to tell you that... Uh, are you, have you ever heard of the WAF factor? What is a WAF? W-A-F. W-A-F. Have you heard of the WAF factor? Or it's just called WAF, not WAF factor. Uh, No. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's called the wife acceptance factor. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> because it doesn't matter what you're trying to go for in terms of purchasing something. Uh, because I am living with my wife, my wife also has to accept what I buy. <laughs> right. Okay. So anything that I buy must also pass the, Oh, does it look good? <laughs> and there are plenty plenty of speakers that do not pass this test <laughs> i say there um, are plenty that also does it's just uh the price it's gonna cost you yes so <laughs> i i eventually ended up uh i was going through a bunch of them i was looking for ones and i was cross shopping them with my wife to make sure they passed i eventually ended up with the klipsch uh, rp 6000 f's mark twos um i know that they don't necessarily pass all of the audio tests they're not exactly the best at this they're not exactly the best at that they have a definite um smile curve that they are they're recessed in the mids people who know audio know what i'm talking about but i was oh, able to eq them i probably can't stand that I, I am able to EQ them. Oh, okay. 
So it doesn't sound too bad. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. And those are my left and rights. Those are my left and rights. However, uh, I needed a mid because mm -hmm. movies, as everyone knows, the dialogue comes out of the center. All right. And I did extensive research on this because I was about to buy the matching Klipsch ones. But I, this time I, I wanted to dig deeper. Uh, plenty of mids have a, I'm going to get a little technical here, uh, 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 woofer, tweeter, woofer design, which is the big thing on either side. And then the small thing in the center that mm -hmm. makes the high pitch sounds. Right. Uh, and these are excellent for uh, on angle listening. If you're dead center, they are they can be okay. Okay. However, the moment you go t ten to twenty degrees off, you start to lose some of the 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 performance on this speaker, which doesn't work for us because we mostly sit off angle. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to do your research. You have to find a three-way mid-range um, uh, center channel however not all three-way center channels work and a, th a three-way meaning you have a tweeter that does the highs you have a mid woofer that does mids and then you have a a woofer that does the 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 sub sounds right um you can't get just any three-way you have to make sure that it's the the tweeter and the mids are above each other and there's no two some center channels have two mid drivers or two tweeters that doesn't work either because what happens is when you have both on either side of the center, they'll cancel the sound out. And so mm -hmm. if you're off angle, you won't hear it. So I had to buy a, uh, I got a Kef Q650 center. Let me see how it looks like. The way you describe it sounded very weird. So you need a, a vertical Kef one, Q6. basically. No, 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 no. It, it, uh, it, it, the Kef is a different speaker. They put the, they put the tweeter inside the oh, mid-range driver. Oh, this time. Okay. Integrated. Okay. Yeah. They call it a 2.5. I don't know why. Um, and the off angle listening, you can be 50 degrees off and you'll generally hear the same sound. So this is like the, uh, one of those, um, all spectrum driver, basically. Something like that. They just... They combine the tweeter and the mid-range driver into one, and and it, um, this one is very balanced. Mm -hmm. It's very neutral. So for you, you would be okay with this. And so what I do now is I cranked up the center by like five times the levels of my lefts and rights. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a much smaller speaker. No, and actually, it's huge. It's huge. Interesting. It's huge. It looks small on the picture. No, it's huge. If you ever come over next time, you'll be like, whoa, that center is gigantic. Okay. Um, and in terms of cost, the center is about the cost of the left and rights. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I'm hugely dumping money into the center compared to the left and rights. I, I, oh. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's kind of a lie. The left and rights were about 1,000 and the center is like 800. <laughs> well, 1,000 total or 1,000 each? Yeah, 1,000 total. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, the center is yeah. 800 by itself. Yeah, 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 so uh, it sounds great. I can finally watch a movie now, and I can hear the dialogue, and the and the sound effects <laughs> coming from left and right aren't like, yeah. Okay, okay, that's good because you've been complaining about that for a while. So I have been complaining you, about it for a long time. Yeah, I have to and, finally reach a solution for that. 
And actually, I know that I know that audio people will disagree with this completely because they say when you're listening to music, you should be listening to stereo L and R's only. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening to it as a uh, 3.1, and I love it. Interesting. Okay. I am looking into maybe buying the a uh, bunch of the LS50 Meta as a 5.0. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, that'd be a I, very expensive setup, but yeah, yeah, it is. But I love Kev. Kev is great. Yeah. But that is my long-winded journey of upgrading my audio system. That's what I. That was my acquisition over the past month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, all I can say is that when you show me picture of the Forte downstairs. Yeah, it, it took me a while <laughs> to register that you actually did that just out of frustration. Yes. I because like, I wanted to know, right? Like, is it just the speakers or am I doing something wrong? And so I'm like, okay, let me put it down there and let me just listen to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I was, I was because just like, I was looking at the phone, and the first thing in my mind is, should I say something about this? Colin's <laughs> uh, probably any of those, uh, really 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 crazy faces right now i should uh, i'll just leave it be <laughs> yes <laughs> I'll, have, I'll let you figure it out My, for people who don't know the 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 speakers that i previously had were about a hundred bucks right. 150 bucks a are pair. those a speaker that you bought back in the apartment or are those a speaker that came yeah. with the house no no they came they they, they i bought them with the apartment they with were the apartment. they're the yamo sr s s803s Okay, um, okay. They're about 150 for a pair. They're really cheap, but they're they're okay if in a smaller room. But not for like your your downstairs living room is basically like an open living room. Yes. yes. So it just so. kind of <laughs> it just kind of sucks away the sound everywhere. I cannot beat physics. You cannot pay physics to yep. to to work differently. Yep. So you just need a hefty speaker, which you know yeah. you have. Yeah. Now I do. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, like, like, I can say is that these you solved the issue and you're happy with the sound. I am very happy with the sound. Thank you for listening to my rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, hey, uh, that will conclude our today's episodes. And uh, you can find us at fountainpen and stationary.com. Wait, no. Fountainpenandstationary.com. Yes. You can email us at fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. Correct. Um, and we do have an Instagram, although I have not been updating it because I am taking care of a baby. But yes, it's a fountain pen and stationery on its on Instagram. Oh, and we should probably link it somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll link it later. But yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening for today's podcast, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you, Collins. Right, see you.